You know what I've discovered? Um, uh, I don't. I party like a 16-year-old girl. You drink vodka mudslides? No. You, no, guess again. You drunk dialed your grandpa? No. Um, you no. just went through a breakup with your with the prom king? Uh, maybe, yeah, but that's, that's not what I was getting at. Maybe you should just tell me what you meant. I apparently, when I party, so I've had like a partying week. Hmm. I'm like coming down off a bender and I didn't have any alcohol, zero milligrams of alcohol, ethanol or otherwise. Hmm. Um, yeah, no isopropyl, nothing like that. Uh, yeah, I've just been drinking like energy drinks at one in the morning and- Wow. And yeah, like like drinking an energy drink at one in the morning, staying up watching a movie, eating a bunch of popcorn, uh, and then like waking up and using the the <laughs> third of the energy drink that I didn't drink from the night before and oh, is now my, flat my to pull myself together and get out the door. Do you? Wow. That I just that only happened once. Okay. Oh, okay. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say like that's you know. But this this sounds like a wild week I'm not for you. Retreating. I was. It was. It was fun. It was fun to regress into like a sixteen year old level of stupidity. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't bad at all. Hmm. I'm paying for it. It's been three days since, and I'm, I'm in not great shape. But <laughs> you know, your body's like shutting down. My body's like. Help I, me. Can't handle. Yeah. Help. It's like. Help. Yeah, 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 and the people—the people I was hanging out with were younger, and mm. are I'm sure recovered 100. Okay. Sure, they're probably still going at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's, there's, you know, I had like one energy drink, and I think there's blood in my urine. Like I don't, <laughs> that, you know, okay. it's just uh, it it you progresses should, rapidly. You should get that looked at. I should. Yeah, I should probably check that out. <laughs> but and um, by that I don't just mean like by a random, like by a medical professional. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. just like I'm not gonna go back to the seven eleven and be like <laughs> Hey, does this happen often? Or just like hold up like a cup of urine with blood in it and be like, Hey you, check the take a look at this. Yeah, hey. You you name tag Paul? Paul is it? Yeah, Paul Is this normal? You look like you know, you look like you at least wanted to be a doctor. What, uh, what's your take on this? <laughs> is this, is this good? Hmm. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Yes. Um, act naturally. Something I try to do as seldom as possible. Mm-hmm. No, there's no fun. There's no fun in acting naturally. No. Right? I think it's fun to act unnatural. Yep. I don't know what that means. I don't want to know. But the next time I'm sitting in the waiting room of the emerge with a cup of my own bloody urine, uh, <laughs> I'm going to practice it. I'll try to act unnaturally. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we did a thing. We watched a film. We did. Uh, and then we're ready to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. And what's even more exciting uh, is that we, in a weird you know, plutonium 1.21 gigawatt kind of timeline. <laughs> uh, we have, in the future past, recorded a episode already, which is not out yet, but will be out, where we interview the director. Yeah, which is cool. This is very cool. And, and, uh, and someone who's, who's tightly involved, tightly is the wrong word, heavily involved in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be out in a couple of days, uh, or is already out, depending on that's you know that's the thing about a podcast. Mm-hmm. This this could have been recorded forty seven years in the past. <laughs> uh, but you should also check that that out because mm-hmm. you know we put a lot of blood into that. <laughs> Just like Brady's urine. Mm. That's a that's a thing. That's a thing now. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So act naturally. Uh, Look for our new look for our bloody mer- uh, bloody urine t-shirts that will be you know part of the merch. Ew. It's just a it's just a beaker says the movie men on it. You yeah. Mm-hmm. You be you will be the talk of the party. 
I can't I can't say whether it'll be a good thing. You know, but you'll you'll probably make more friends than you'll lose. And, and I can't that's... I can't say you'd be at that party like they might kick you out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you'll you know, still the, you'll or, still be the talk of the party. You just you'll be Or you weren't gone. even ever at the party. The point of the party was just to get together and talk about your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. don't 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 let that opportunity pass you by. No. So act naturally. Uh, so act naturally. Yeah. Act naturally is the second naturist film um or or nudist in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. Um film that we have done. Mm-hmm. Um we have kind of a mutual friend, a friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Stefan Duchesne, mm-hmm. who owns and operates mm-hmm. uh, his own naturist or nudist uh, campground. Yes. Um, so just people like setting up the RV and then walking around naked. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so back, we did an episode, we did two episodes with him back in the spring of 2020, um, the early spring, like before the world fell apart. Other, um, otherwise known as January. Otherwise known as January. Well, but I think the episodes came out in February. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, the, the wintry spring. Yeah. Um, and we picked up a lot of, uh, we picked up a lot of naturist um, listeners and fans and, and Twitter followers and stuff like that at the time. Uh, and we were sitting around one day lighting cigars with $100 bills, and I looked over at Pete and I said, you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like a bunch of people signed on to be our friends, and then we haven't really done anything that specifically caters to them since. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. Uh, we're both clothed. Actually, I, don't, I, I can't see you right now. I don't know if you're wearing clothes. I'm wearing clothes. I have shorts and a T-shirt on. I'm wearing a shorts and a shirt that says "Suns out, guns out." Mm, that's that's hot. Uh, <laughs> it's very cold in my apartment, so oh. nudity is not not a good call. Doesn't fly no. Um, but uh, so we watched Act Naturally. We kind of we mm. hummed and hawed over a couple of different films. Yep. Um, and we we went with Act Naturally. Uh, I think one of the reasons, I, I think we went with Act Naturally for two reasons, ultimately. Mm. Uh, reason number one is it was one of the more recent Naturist films. The first one we did came out in 53, 52. Right, right, yeah. Um, and so thought it would be interesting to kind of check out the other end of the spectrum. Um, plus, sort of had a mutual contact with the director and thought... I wonder mm-hmm. if we can make that happen. Um, yeah. And lo and behold, it did. Holy freaking hand grenade! Yeah, you know, it worked <laughs> out. Um, so act naturally. Should we just dive into this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, eight and a half minutes in. Might as well. Might as well just you <laughs> yep. know. Might as well start. Yep. I guess. Okay. So, hit me upside the head. What do you think? What do you think? Of act naturally. Well, it's definitely like you alluded to. It was interesting because Stefan recommended us The Garden of Eden, which was a film from the 50s about uh, nudism, as the lay people call it. And it we we did have some laughs at the movie's expense just because some things were dated and some things were just, um, I guess, maybe reflective of the, the times and the social norms and maybe just also filmmaking of the time. So uh, it's not a good film. I you're, no. you're being polite about it. I'm being polite. It Gar- was not. Garden of Eden <laughs> suffers a lot of uh it has it has some some it has some genuinely good moments in it. Yes. There was some fun moments sure. in yep. Garden of Eden. Yep. Uh but on the whole <laughs> it's a piece of shit of a film. <laughs> like it's just it's not good. It's just right. not good. So like uh, yeah. There's so many issues with that movie. So it, it I we I, we were curious to try a film that was more modern so uh it's more reflective of modern day values and um modern day life and mm. I'm just guessing like well I know uh, a higher production value and just creative uh, abilities that are more reflective of the times versus the 1950s. So I was eager to see, um, obviously these films probably have 
similarities in their objectives or their underlying um, goal that they're trying to communicate through the film, but they're very different as far as how they go about it, and that's kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to start by saying this film is leaps and bounds better than Garden of Eden. Oh, not even the same playing field. Right. Like there there isn't a moment in Act Naturally where I think to myself, I don't buy that. Like I don't mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no moment that feels forced. Sure. In my opinion. Yeah. Right? Whereas Garden of Eden was just riddled with like that's that's there's no way that would happen. There's no way people behave this way. There's no way that, you know, there's no way you show up in the Garden of Eden. There's no way you show up on the side of the road and you're like, hey, <laughs> young, attractive woman and four-year-old, you know, five-year-old yeah. child. Yeah. Uh, I see you're having car trouble. Would you like to come back to where I live and I'll call you a tow truck in the morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he forgets to mention that he lives at a, a, a naked resort. Like, there's right. no, you know, there's, there's just stuff like that. There's nothing like that. Right. In my opinion, no. In Act Naturally, Act Naturally was very. Um, it felt, it felt grounded. It felt well grounded in reality. I think that's a really good point because with Garden of Eden, like we we joked about this when we reviewed it, there was some sequences where it was just so unrealistic. Like it seemed like it was right out of a, a cheap or a lame um, horror film, and the actor or the character did all the things that no one would really do that got them into a quite a perilous situation, like in a secluded farm where they're going to get murdered. Like just all the decisions they made just weren't realistic. And with act naturally everything you're right. It's just grounded. It's just like family members that have to kind of join together to do a task because a family member is deceased and like everything has a reason and everything is logically appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having said that, mm-hmm. um, it is very, uh, and I don't, I don't think this is a demerit. Sure. Um, but it's act naturally is very obviously from the get go an independent film. Sure. Um, it's got the the color tones and the pacing and and this just sort of the setup and execution of almost like a TV movie, hmm, okay. right? Like, you know what, like like the Hallmark Christmas movies, like come Christmas time, there's a movie, mm-hmm. uh, there's a movie on there that is a good movie. Sure. It's got a great story. Yep. Um, but it was very obviously low budget. Like there's no, there's no, um, there's no impressive execution of visual effects. Sure. Right? It's it's very story centric. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, kind of has that TV feel to it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, which again is not necessarily a demerit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. Uh, I I think cinematic is the wrong word to describe. Act naturally. Mm-hmm. Would right. you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And right, just it related to that. So we're gonna have a varied level of listeners here. Some that are familiar with uh, films covering naturism, some that aren't. So I, I feel like it has to be said, like if you're just picking up a line of movies and you're saying, hey, it's movie night, I'm going to watch either National Treasure or Act Naturally, you have to realize like they're different films in what they're trying to cover, right? Oh, totally. So if you watch Act Naturally just expecting a film on the same level of like, I want to watch an at high intensity film with just ups and downs, like... You have to know what you're getting into, and you realize that the film act naturally has a goal or something that they're trying to communicate. Like there's an underlying message, and yeah, well, and I, I think like I, I kind of, um, I think a couple of times you and I have talked about this, and and I've said, you know what, it feels like you and I both grew up, um, exposed to like Christian films. Mm, sure. Right. Um, and and it kind of felt like that, right? It, it it's it's a lower budget, independent, niche film. Um 
that feels like it's it's got a like obviously with a Christian film the 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 point is always it it there's all there's always an agenda there sure right they, they, they they've always got a product that they're pushing yep um that product being their their belief system mm-hmm. um and I find naturist films are also sort of like like I feel like naturist films to an extent. Uh, certainly Garden of Eden felt like it was doing its own share of evangelizing. Like it was doing its own kind of recruiting maneuvers. Mm -hmm. Um, That never... That never comes across as blaringly obvious. Like if if there was sort of a recruiting... um, uh, Motive... If the mm. motive behind Act Naturally was to cr- recruit people to naturism, mm-hmm. I never felt like that was being forced onto me. I never no. felt like that was, you know, in the way that, and again, we keep going back to Garden of Eden, but it's our, you know, in in, <laughs> in the genre, it's our only other direct comparison. Yeah. Um, I never, Act Naturally never made me feel like I was being pressured into going to a naturist camp. No, 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 no. I how I describe it as I'd say it has an enlightening theme to it, right? And for the Oh yeah, I feel like it's trying to pull back a curtain. Yeah, it's trying to expose naturism for what naturists truly believe that it is and expose? kind of is shedding that, some light you, on did you just, some Did mis- you just use the word exposed to describe <laughs> Not on people? Purpose. Is that actually, that's where, that was the word choice? <laughs> that was not on purpose, believe it or not. But they are trying to put some light on kind of dampening out kind of wrong myths or kind of inaccuracies about it and just kind of more the underlying truths about why people do this and why people kind of partake in this. And I feel like and how this film was effective and I think A Feather in Its Cap and I put this down in the positives for the film in my notes here. This film did what I think a lot of naturism films set out to do. It was trying to separate sexuality from nudity. And obviously, I'm assuming that's kind of a goal of this film and a lot of films in this genre. And this film did it successfully. Yeah, to clear up certain stigmas. Exactly, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think you know, I think there. I've got a list here of things that I think the film did really well. Sure. Um, and and one of them, one of those things is that this film displays bodies like there's there's full frontal nudity in this. They they sure. they don't they don't hold back. Right. Uh, there's on there's their not always like a. a coincidentally placed bush conveniently. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. The can the the conveniently placed props. Mm-hmm. Um. And 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 in doing that, they show bodies of all shapes and sizes, right? Uh, and I think that that's um, that's I think that's a powerful decision to make, um, because my assumption would be like when we watched Garden of Eden, those were mostly like magazine type bodies. It's true. Yeah, it was kind of like a selective few, and it was, yeah. Yeah. Right. They're the bodies that stereotypically you want to look at naked versus what we would call real, actual people, like real bodies. Yeah. Um, And so I think, I think if the idea behind a film like this is to, um, to give a more honest view of the human body, then mm. then it it executed it well from the standpoint of choosing the right representation right right so yeah uh, that's my take on that mm-hmm. yeah no that's an interesting point um i can i can i we can get back to more general comments on this film there's one specific thing and I hope Stefan listens to the episode. Like, I know he's a busy guy. Wouldn't be offended if he didn't. But I, I do hope he, he listens to this episode. Oh, I'd be, I would be offended. Yeah, friendship <laughs> terminated entirely. <laughs> but there was, and I guess it's not just for Stefan specifically, but anyone who's seen the Garden of Eden. 
just specifically, and I have this in my notes, I just don't want to forget to talk about this. Right in the beginning of the film, when they mentioned that the two main characters, the sisters, were going to have to meet with a lawyer to go over their father's uh, legal uh, information, I honestly was like, wouldn't it be funny if just like in Garden of Eden, like this lawyer turned out to be a naturist? And and it turned out it was. And for me, it probably wasn't intended to be, but it almost was like a little Easter egg that it was kind of like, I don't know. I I just found it funny because there was such a big reveal in Garden of Eden when this whole layer all along, like three quarters of the way through the movie was like, hey, I'm a naturist too and you should try it. And the main character was like, whoa. And I... I just my, I, I, my, yeah, I had fun. My guess that. would be that that's completely unrelated, but I, I think so. I don't know. I think so. I I just had a bit of a chuckle over it. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I've got a couple other things that I think the film does really well. I do mm-hmm. have a couple of criticisms. Sure. Um, and so I don't know, like, what's the you know, do I want to end on a high note? I want let's end on a high note. Let's Let, end on. Let's high talk note. about the things that I that you know, took me out of it a little bit. Sure. Um, one is there is, you're going to have to help me on the characters' names. It was like um, three weeks ago when we watched this now. I'm, I'm here for um, the The character's name who is the, the yoga teacher. Lauren. Who is Lauren. is Lauren. Yep. Lauren, in, at least in one shot, Lauren has some tan lines. <laughs> okay. Uh and that just kind of that, that pulled me out of it a little oh, bit, right? Because really? I was thinking to myself, like, oh, like if you know, if Lauren is in fact a naturist who lives at a naturist campground mm-hmm. or a, a park or a resort or or whatever, you know, yeah, not a colony because colonies are for lepers, as the film points out <laughs> hilariously. <laughs> you don't remember that line? They're no. like, you know, oh, I haven't seen my dad in you know x many years, and he leaves me an effing. Uh, nudist colony <laughs> and the guy's like uh, resort colonies are for lepers <laughs> yeah um, but yeah then then the tan the tan lines didn't entirely click for me okay although I wonder you know like I don't know what she does f- like what that character does for a living right like if she takes off through the day yeah and is working construction all day yeah then you know, maybe tan lines aren't so. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't notice it, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't have been pulled out by it because, yeah, we sure. don't know. Like maybe, maybe she teaches a Zumba class during the day or something, and she goes off the resort kind of thing. We we right. don't know that. So ultimately, that that's a nitpicky one for me. The sure. thing that I think yep. I left the film feeling the most, um, the most like I wasn't fulfilled by sure was the a dive into Charlie's backstory. Ye- okay, okay. Um, I wanted to hear, and we hear a little bit. We hear mm. her kind of like, we hear her sort of talk about her feelings of abandonment. Mm. Um, but I would have loved a really, I would have loved a better explanation of what exactly went down with their father, Ned. Mm. Um, how did that all play out? Um. And I would have loved a really heartfelt, uh, emotional scene where Charlie sort of tells it. You know, someone's like, "So, you know, maybe it's it's one of the one of the staff members at the resort um, that say, you know, so so you know, you really didn't know Ned at all, did you?" Um, and she says, "You know, I was." I was three years old and, and this happened and that happened. And mm-hmm. he asked me to help him pack his bags and then, I'll, you, you know, like yeah. whatever, but some sort of like um, something that would allow us to really resonate with Charlie that much more mm. um, and really become emotionally invested in her. Yep. Um, because ultimately her, like Leah... Leah has also lost she's lost the a father that um raised her and so she's yeah. got that she's got that feeling of loss but sure. Leah's got or but Charlie has got this what I think is a is richer potential for an emotional story mm-hmm. um you know this story of 
you know, maybe some contention between her and Leah because there's this girl who was raised by her rightful father, uh, by Charlie's rightful father, but isn't even Charlie or isn't even Ned's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so maybe there's some resentment there and, and some feeling of abandonment from Ned, but then also sort of this strange discovery because, you know, Leah didn't know that Ned owned a nature's park. So that's, that's news for her, but right. Charlie knew, but Charlie knew, d- knew Dick about her dad, d- right. didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is, is really, you know, is really set up in a position to have this emotionally triggering kind of story. Um, and, and this is, this is some foreshadowing, but when we chat, chatted with, um, the director JP, he was talking about, um, the fact that the next one is very much centered around Charlie. Um, and it's kind of Charlie's story. So I'm hoping, I'm fingers crossed that maybe there's there's some unpacking of Charlie's story there. But that's mm-hmm. that's my big criticism. My big criticism is um, I felt like it was a little... I, th- I think the characters are really compl- wonderfully complex. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're very well-rounded, three-dimensional characters. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I feel like they set the characters up really well and mm. didn't didn't fully follow through on some of the the emotional hooking that needed to be done fair enough yeah um for me to really you know for my heart to break and for me to really feel for charlie right i would have liked a little more like oh god that's really awful when i when i yeah. hear her story yeah. type of thing so yeah, that's my that's 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 my own, really that's my only issue because I cool. I fully concede that the other one is 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 a nitpicky ah shit yeah. tan lines yeah, yeah. but yeah, I I'm you know I'm sure there's lots of naturists who have tan lines it all just depends on what right. you do right <laughs> right if most of you if your whole day is spent out in the sun working out in the sun with a shirt on mm-hmm. then I'm sure you have tan lines yeah you know? um. I, I had three probably things that I had an issue with as well. They vary from more kind of bigger picture to kind of nitpicky. The one is is basically what you just said about um, Charlie as well. So I don't need to expand on that, but just maybe expanding a little bit more on her journey and maybe Leah's as well, I would have appreciated more. I would have... I would have, I, I guess I was just a little confused with, it felt like me, there was a bit of a love triangle between Lauren, Trevor, and then Charlie. And I just kind of got mixed vibes from that love triangle because it just seemed like sometimes Lauren and Trevor were kind of jiving a little bit, but then kind of in scenes, then it would be kind of Charlie and Trevor. And I just kind of got mixed vibes and I, I just didn't really, I was just a little confused by what was going on there. Um, and the only yeah, other thing- I- Oh, go ahead. I mean, he Trevor kind of says to Leah, like, you know, we've never actually, we've never actually been together. Lauren just kind of thinks that we're together or something. But yeah. then that was also that was a little. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's a little jarring because then the thought is, well, but isn't Lauren grieving the loss of Ned? Like, what? yeah, yeah. I, I, Lauren's just moved her ass on to <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, like, like I would have. It would have been interesting to get some more ripples from her. Like, what is she, how is she feeling? Like, is she going home to her cabin that night and just crying? And she's just really just emotionally broken from from him passing away. I I, I was just the love triangle that we kind of saw just kind of led some more questions for me that I maybe would have like fleshed out. But I think the third and final thing I was just a little. I didn't really understand Charlie's kind of character path for her deciding to keep the park. And maybe from the conversations we had, maybe we'll get some clarification on that as we go into the sequels after our our interview. But just, I got Leah's perspective and I bought that. But with Charlie's... Yeah, like, I want to sell it. It's a shit ton of money. Yeah. But with Charlie... It seemed like, yeah, she just wanted to sell it from the get-go. And really, even the lifestyle and kind of the the freedom that it brought never really, never really was shown to us with Charlie on camera. The only thing that remotely 
made me or made her kind of want to do this was a love interest in Trevor. Leah, Leah, Leah kind of drank well, the Kool-Aid, right? She, she kind of found a freedom and kind of found an, her niche in this park. With Charlie, I just wasn't as convinced with her natural progression towards that decision. And that, that was my only head-scratching I mean, moment. They, they find, they find out by going through their dad's stuff, they find out that the dad intended the park to be their legacy. Right. Right. Like that the dad, that Ned really wanted them to keep it and sort of succeed this park. Um, but it did seem like, uh, it did seem like that was a route that, that they turned around real fast. Um, and that it really didn't take a whole lot of convincing. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the that just all of a sudden the mind was changed and, and yeah, and and that did feel that did feel kind of jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I get I get what you're saying. I don't think I was as bothered by that, or I don't think that's that stood out to me. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. But I, I but I can appreciate where mm-hmm. you're coming from for sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, and again, when I talked about like the love triangle thing, like some of these are just kind of nitpicky. It's just what I what I honed in on. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um. Let's talk about what this film does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this movie is hilarious. <laughs> like there were so many moments that had me in stitches. Mm. Um, one being, yeah, colonies are for lepers. I've heard, I've heard before. I think I've heard. Uh, was it? Is it Stefan? I've heard say it. I've heard someone say that like colonies for are are for ants. Like an <laughs> ant, you know, you have an ant colony, not a nudist colony. Um, but I like the leper one. I think that's like, cause it's just, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's almost very unself-aware, right? It's, it's borderline offensive, but it's not. And that's kind of my brand of humor. <laughs> um, so I liked that. Uh, I like the, the, uh, Corey, the, the gay guy, uh, and the, 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 vagina monologue um and and stuff like that and 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 just the film the film does so many things that are quick little humorous uh subtle nods uh either to the audience or or just uh just little punchlines that are are kind of peppered throughout one that's sticking out to me well there's two that stick out to me uh, one is the montage of things that it's safe to do and things that it's not safe to do naked and, and clothed, right? They're talking about like, well, you know, we, we're, we wear clothes for protection. Um, and it's like, it's, it's removing a wasp nest, cooking bacon. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. No, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, something else like you're operating a chainsaw. Oh yeah, uh, or yeah, and table then, saw, or and something. then working on a car. And the working <laughs> on the car is just the most unflattering shot of some guy bent over under a car, yep. uh, from behind. Mm. And it's and it's, I don't know. I just when that happened, I couldn't help but laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that was really funny. Uh, and the other is the intentionally bad what i have to assume is intentionally bad park video that plays on the tv in the girl's cabin oh yeah Um, with like the re like the really questionable green screen and and you know the acting just being very like that it's a park staff member who you know that that was who they had to make the video so she made the video and and i feel like it's it's a very self-aware joke that is um, poking fun at the stereotype, which is low-budget park marketing, mm, right? And yep. you know, so what do you what do you enjoy about this film? Um, yeah, you know, I think I think ultimately it's just kind of bigger picture things that I enjoyed about it, and I've touched on it before, like just the aspect of separating nudity from sexuality. Uh, you hit on it just having moments where like I myself found just kind of funny and kind of light and yeah just ultimately I feel like it was just a unique experience to watch this type of film that wasn't bad like it it was just 
it's a very specific niche and it's a very specific uh, story and kind of message that's being told. So it's it's very you can't just walk into it just on a movie night and just not expecting it. But it, it was very different from my only other experience with watching a naturist film. And it was right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can there's I actually, other, there's, sorry, th- this ahead. isn't like a story thing, but it was something that I really just like got a hoot of at the end. Okay. And it's very, like, it kind of seems like it's the nit, whatever, what are, what's the equivalent of like nitpicky, but in a positive way? Uh, like knit complimentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, cause it's not like a big overarching story thing that I want to say, Hey, they did this well. Like it's a very minutiae thing, but minutia thing that, but I just really thought it was cool. It was just the end credits, the, the graphics and the end credits. Uh, I just got yeah. Hoot. The clothes being drawn onto people. Yeah. So, so if you haven't seen the, this movie, yeah, it's like each uh, character or a cartoon of like each character, uh, in their birthday suits. And then like, just like a flash of like all these, um, animated clothing jumping on the character and it was just yeah. like a fun i don't know it just seemed like a fun way to end the film i love creative credits yeah i think that's it right it wasn't just like here's the director here's here's that here's this it was just it was a it was kind of like the it was a more creative way than just uh throwing some names on a screen yeah uh i think the characters are very complex um yes i think they are uh they're complex and they're interesting enough of characters that i'm intrigued about a sequel that i want more i want to see that these characters go on more adventures mm-hmm. i want to see what happens i want to go deeper into their backstories i want to to you know yeah i i just want more I think that's the interesting component for a sequel, right? Because with Act Naturally, you kind of just have to start somewhere and get kind of like a baseline for each individual character. And for the sequel, now, like, we kind of have that baseline, right? And now we can kind of progress forward and kind of peel back a couple more layers and just kind of build on what we where we've started with each character, right? So that that's yeah. it'll be kind of a fun opportunity that we get to experience as a viewer coming up for sure i'm definitely looking forward to a sequel and Mm -hmm. uh in the interview with jp which we've already recorded um (laughs) he's talked about how they uh while shooting the second one uh just because it was convenient they had to do it when they had to do it they've shot a couple of scenes for the third one yeah um and it's official like i'm i've 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 I've, I'm lobbying. You know how there's like those petitions online and people are like, hey, sign my petition for this. Uh, and ultimately it doesn't mean anything because online petitions are mm. 99.9% of the time a total waste of everybody's time. There's a, there's a petition for everything. There's a petition, there's a for, petition like, for everything. Toothbrushing yeah. in the state of Maine. But I'm going to, but I'm serious. I'm going to start. Well, I was, I was like, oh yeah, man, uh, I, I'll be Uber driver number three. <laughs> or Uber Uber driver number two or something like that, right. and and I'm serious, man. I'm I'm st- I'm starting the online petition. I'm gonna even mm-hmm. if it's like, even if I have to like, it's not photo bomb. Is it like video bomb? Can we video mm. film film bomb? Even if I have to like film bomb the back of a scene, man. <laughs> it's it, I'm starting. There was a there was a a, a documentary, um, in the early two thousands called My Date with Drew. And it hmm. was all about this guy who had this crush on Drew Barrymore, and he wanted to go on a date with her. Uh, he was, and he was a documentary maker, and so he documents his journey, uh, the process of like you know trying to get through to publicists and doing this, and and just even getting through to her, and then trying to get her to say yes, and then you know <laughs> the actual going on the date, and and you know, and it, and it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm beginning that process, man. My it's my date with JP, and and you know and the end goal is is not to sit and go out for dinner with him. Although I'd love to do that. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm I got to be in the back of a scene of of Act Naturally Part Three. Nice. Um, yeah. You know I'm gonna do it. I was I, you know and I was chatting with my girlfriend about it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, because they shoot it. We're we're up in Canada. Um, and they shoot down in the states, and I was like, I would whatever. Like, we'll make a, 
you know what they say like a bunch of a bunch of it was shot in Arizona. I was like, shit, I've never, you know, Grand Canyon, sure. Sand like, we'll make we, you know, we'll make a week of it. We'll we'll drive <laughs> down and we'll right. you know, I said totally, hands down, man. <laughs> Act naturally 3. I got a I don't have an IMDb page yet. Mm. Yet. Yet. Being the keyword there. Mm. But no, that's um that's my yeah. Uh scale of 1 to 10 this bad boy for me. 0 to 10. All right, so I'm going to use... I've got two different scales, my own mm-hmm. and Marshall's. Okay. So my own is kind of unique, just to give some context. my Where it ranks on 10 gauges how much money I'd spend to see this film. The highest tier would be I'd go in theaters. Second highest, I'd buy it for my own copy. Third highest, I'd pay to rent it. And fourth highest, I would only watch it if it was in a cottage and there was no Wi-Fi and it was raining. And super and, unique because you're literally the only damn person on the entire planet who uses that as a ranking system. <laughs> so, and I love you for it. Thank you. On my scale, it got a 4.2 out of 10, which means okay. I would pay money to rent it, but I probably wouldn't buy it. And you don't I, need it in your collection. Yeah, I would don't need it in my collection. But on you know Mar- what? I think I think mm. what's interesting about that though is that like that's a very subjective scale because well, you can sure. really appreciate a film. Mm-hmm. And it will still score low mm. if if it's not your type of film. Oh yeah, right. Like if you're a horror film buff, right? And then you watch right. the Colin Firth Pride and Prejudice and go, "Shit, that was really good." But <laughs> but, but I only buy horror films. Yeah, exactly. then you go. But I would pay to rent it. Like I right. I, I want to be able to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if I need to watch it at the snap of a finger. Right, right. Yeah. So I no. I appreciate that. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, on Marshall scale, I gave it a five out of 10. So that's just more means that uh, it wasn't my favorite film, but it wasn't bad. And it was just right, right in the middle. Which again, all film is subjective. All film is subjective. And yeah. I think, like I said at the beginning, I think if you're just picking a movie night and you didn't know what this was about, you might be surprised what it was. You can't just going into it and be like, okay, it's either Act Naturally, National Treasure, or Titanic. And you just have to realize, hey, like this is what the film is about and know that going into it. I I think this is, although I acknowledge that there's some flaws, just like any film. Like um, any film, yep. I, this, this film... This movie makes me smile. I really, I adore this movie. Cool. Uh, and so I gave this a seven point seven. Right on. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, uh, far above the middle, far above average. Yep. Um, not into eight territory. This isn't like you know. No. I don't think Act Naturally was snubbed at the Oscars. Right. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but right. Yep. But it's it's. I would certainly buy it. Um, oh, for sure. Okay. You know, I think it's, I think regardless of the subject matter, regardless of what the film is about and whether mm-hmm. that appeals to me or not, yeah. um, it's, it's just a good, it's a good character story. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. And a happy ending. Yes. And yep. I'm a sucker for happy endings. Yeah. That sounded, that's not, I mean, <laughs> anyways, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So this is this is strange now because normally uh, we haven't talked about this. We're mm. we're changing the end of our show. Yes. Uh, are we? What do we? Uh, are we going to tell each other? We used to recommend films to each other. We used to say like, "Hey, what'd you watch this week?" Right. And be like, "Well, this is what I watched." And of the films I watched, you have to watch this one. And mm. I think we decided what that we'll talk about what we watched, but just yes. not recommend anything. Only recommend on an as-needed basis. So, like, if okay. it's something that, like, Brady, you have to watch this. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, what the hell did you watch? Oh, right. I watched a film called The Glass Castle. It's on Netflix, okay. at least where we live geographically. It has uh, Naomi Watts, uh, Brie Larson, Woody Harrelson, um, a lot of actors who I cherish that I really enjoy, and the premise and the characters, I was drawn to it. It The film wasn't exactly what I was expecting, so it didn't flop, but it definitely didn't resonate as much as I was hoping. So instead of being like a, wow, Brady, watch this film this week, it was more just like, eh, it, it wasn't bad, but I, I personally won't watch it again. And it, it just was what it was. Okay. Yeah. 
That's right. Uh, that's it. That's, that's all you watched. That's. I'm looking at my we list. We haven't I think talked that's in it. three. We haven't talked in three damn weeks. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all you watched. Oh, I only watched another film, and it was not a good film. It was okay. um, the Wedding Planner, Matthew McConaughey, um, girl who's dating A Rod right now, J Lo, J Lo, um, corny two thousand one rom com. Okay. Yeah, not worth mentioning. All right. That was it. Okay. What did you watch? <gasps> Here we go. I watched, uh, and this is in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a lot of rewatching. Cool. I rewatched Hamilton. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, it's so damn good, man. And I like cool. honestly since since watching it the first time, I've like indoctrinated myself with the uh, the soundtrack and like Neat. the. The Neat. opening song, Alexander Hamilton, is like a five-minute song or something, <laughs> like the big introduction song. Right. I can rap the shit out of that song now. Good for um, you. Yeah. King George is still my favorite part by oh, far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I love, I love, 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 love ha- Hamilton. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those now. Cool. Uh, I rewatched last night, actually. This is all out of order. I watched another musical, which I adore, Sweeney Todd. Um, Again, we just watched that. Two good friends of mine who hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh boy. You had to. Oh boy. So I sat them on down and I think they are probably both uh, going to become vegetarians now. But you know what? (laughs) They have to now. Worth it all the same. Sure. Um, <laughs> I rewatched. Uh, what did I rewatch? I watched. Oh, so last time we we talked, uh, I talked about the fact that that I had watched the live action Cinderella movie. Mm, yes. Well, we ended up on a bit of a live action Disney kick. Neat. Um, and so I watched the live action Aladdin. Yeah. And I really liked it, man. Well, you did. I wow. I was I was not uh like admittedly I w- I'm not as invested in the original as you are right like mm. I only watched yep. I watched the the first one as a part of this show a little over yes. a year ago for the first yeah. time yes um so I wasn't invested in the original I thought it was really good I thought you know I liked I liked the actors who were playing everyone with the exception of Jafar I think Jafar needed to be older <laughs> and a little more menacing. Sure. Um, but I liked the portrayal of Aladdin. I liked the portrayal of Jasmine. I really liked the portrayal. Both both my girlfriend and I agreed. Uh, this this was a much better portrayal of the Sultan. That just Can that it... he he was he was well rounded. Um, gave his character some depth instead of just being this doofy little guy. Right. Um, and Will Smith was phenomenal. Will Smith stole every scene he was in. Yep. I loved the fact that he. Uh, he doesn't try to be Robin Williams. Um, mm, yes, he does his own thing, but nods to you know tips his hat a couple of times to Robin Williams' genius. Yep. Uh, and my favorite, the moment that really made me smile, which kind of surprised me, was there's a couple of the iconic songs, which because it's Will Smith, they allow him to add a little bit of his his Will Smith hip hop rap kind of flavor to it. Oh yeah. Um, and I was like, and it just felt really right. It felt quite appropriate, and I right. I enjoyed that. Uh, next, the, up, on, the I, only we, thing, uh, the only thing, and I said this in person, I felt like Will Smith was kind of like Hitch in that film, and he gave dating advice. So uh, any scene that he wasn't yeah. in there, I wasn't as interested. Yeah, and okay, maybe that was just me. Maybe. Also, can I just say, when you said both my girlfriend and I, for some mm. reason, I don't know if I just have had too much caffeine in the last hour. I, for some reason, and I know this is not based on truth, for some reason mm. I thought you were going to say both my girlfriends. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we, uh, all three of us never watch movies at the same time. That's we just, <laughs> arguments break out. Our arguments break out. Can't be done. Sorry. Um, yeah. We watched the live action Lion King. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, it's not live action. The first shot of the right. film is live action and the rest is still computer generated we watched the new lion yep. king remake yep um and it's really good man it's like, so good. yeah it's got some issues um sure. the the added beyonce song is total bullshit and doesn't belong there it feels yeah, really out of place okay. yeah um 
There are times where the animals don't feel as expressive as they should feel, mm-hmm. um, and but but ultimately, it's 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 pretty dang good. Oh yeah, it's pretty dang good. Oh yeah. Um, I watched Horton Hears a Who. Oh, cool. Because, I mean, why not? Yeah. And I watched um, uh, Wonder Park, which is another. Oh yeah. One that we. You've made me watch. I that made you watch it. It was the yeah. Yeah. It was the one that's kind of a tearjerker at the beginning. It's a super tearjerker at the end. Right. And the middle's kind of like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Eh. Yep. And I'm sure I watched other films. I just can't think of any of them right now. You almost needed like a Rolodex but, just to to go through those. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah uh, was, can uh, I ask? Um, I think the last time we spoke, you had watched eight tenths of the Terror. Did you finish yes. the Terror? I did. What'd you think? I didn't like the ending at all. Okay. <laughs> Total garbage. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I put the I put the last two episodes in the same category as the first three. Eh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, dropped the ball. Yep. Did you watch the end? Yes, I did. I, and did you know, I, I don't know if it really dropped the ball, but I, I felt like I was wanting it to go in a different direction. And uh, maybe instead of hitting a home run, they just kind of hit a ground ball to the third baseman and it didn't really elevate as much as I had hoped. Yeah, nobody's signing that baseball. That's not uh, <laughs> right. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, thank you so much. If this is your first time listening, mm-hmm. we have already traced your mailing address, and there mm-hmm. is a box of double-stuffed Oreos in the mail as we speak. There's not. There is. Oh, but there's not. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Oreo not. Thins, which is like- But I'll tell you what there worse is. Worse than no Oreos at all. There, there is a few links below for you to check out and like, follow, subscribe our show across our various platforms. There is that, which, which is a total shit deal compared to a box of Oreos. However, considering yeah. Oreos aren't an option, right? The links are the next best thing. Yes, yeah. um, and also the, you can check out our Patreon page below if you feel like supporting the show, um, mm. and just it helps us keep the lights on and uh, grow and expand the show. I know I do. I know I feel like supporting the show. Nice. Thank you. Let's join together <laughs> and do that. We can yeah. make a difference as a group of individuals who just want to do the right thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it. Check all the stuff below, man. Just mm-hmm. do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it or, or it's fortune cookie time. Do it or something bad is in your future. <laughs> yes. You know, you'll lose a fortune or something. I don't know. Sure. Thank okay, you bye. for listening. No, just say goodbye. Don't, okay. don't. We've thanked them. They know. <laughs> Bye-bye. They know we're thankful. Bye. Bye.